Hey guys, welcome to Narcoleptic Customs Podcast Episode 50. I can't believe it, guys. 50 episodes. It's insanity. Um, we have had some really, really, really cool guests. Tons of great stories. I mean, Rocky Mountain Race Week, we've had people starting businesses, how they got started, how they keep their business open, how fast they've driven. We've had a couple people over 200 miles an hour in that segment. I, it's just, it's wild to me. So I figured I would give you a quick update and I want to go over a new car that just blew away the production fastest mile per hour record and then um, kind of get into what the future holds for pod, the pod, our podcast and we had Garrett Duggins on the podcast. He was our first real guest, like outside of my daughter. Um, and then we let him kind of tell the story of taking a 2,700-mile road trip on his motorcycle with his wife on the back and his dad on a, on a bike that he had bought a week ago that's 30 years old. Um, so let's start with the first update is we hit 1,000 followers on Facebook, which is a big milestone in Facebook land, um, especially with as little that we do in the shop and post. Um, all of our stuff typically revolves around five or six cars. So that's pretty amazing to do that. Um, I want to say thanks to everybody that shared the post that helped us get there. I'll actually do the drawing for the Narc's Cart shirts. Uh, see, today is Tuesday, so I'll do that tonight and, uh, and get those shirts mailed out for everybody. I wanted to see if we could grab a couple extras there at the end, see if we maybe get some more folks in the, uh, in the drawing. And we'll do another one of those in the future, probably 1,250 or 1,500 followers uh, once we hit those milestones. So let's talk about this 331 mile per hour SSC Tutora, Tutara, something like that. I don't know. I saw it on uh, Smoking Tire this morning on the Smoking Tire podcast and then did some more research. Guys, this thing is insane. Insane. It's a Nelson Racing Engine, custom built engine. Uh, I think it's overhead cam, uh, 1,750 horsepower. I don't know what the car weighs, but I think it's like 2,700 pounds. So it's it's kind of crazy. It was on a, a road that they use for a lot of the high-speed testing, somewhere between LA and Las Vegas. So just to give you an idea, one direction they went 331 miles an hour, and the other way they went like 290-something or something like that. So anyways, they ended up at a 315 mile per hour two-way average on this road, and the next closest production car to that speed was uh, 265 miles an hour. So they are 50 miles per hour ahead of that. 331 miles an hour, you are covering more than 500 feet per second. Okay, 500 feet per second. So to put that in perspective, that is a mile every 10 seconds paused for dramatic effect. Holy crap, it's crazy. This car will do zero to 250 miles an hour and a half mile. It's it's just the craziest thing ever. The best part is it wasn't like some product or pre-production 
prototype model. This was a customer car, customer owned. Dude says, yeah, here, go wild with it. It's his like second SSC car. I mean, I, it just, ah, I hope my enthusiasm for this comes through. I'm usually not a hypercar guy, but that's just dumb. So it leads me to think, are we going to have a 400 mile an hour production car? Will that be something that's in the future in, say, I don't know, 15 years? 400 miles per hour out of a car that you can buy and literally go drive on a road, two-lane road, 300 miles an hour is what this had, 331. I mean, this wasn't a car that was differently tuned or anything. A customer brought it, they set it up, it went out. I mean, that's insanity. So let's talk about the future of the podcast. So being that we're at 50... I want to go back through, and we're, we're still going to keep our standard two post two podcasts per week loaded. Um, we are recording a few more than that, and what that does is it allows me to, in case we have a week where I can't get two people, um, it allows me to kind of drop their podcast in later, okay? So every Wednesday and Saturday at noon will be new podcasts on whatever podcast app you use. Uh, we are going to begin loading some of the podcasts onto YouTube. Uh, that way, that bit of people that follow us there that aren't necessarily into podcasts, that, uh, that want to watch our heads bob around, uh, they can do that through our YouTube channel, um, which obviously helps our views, but also helps get a ton more uh, content out for you guys because obviously we are centrally focused on automobiles and performance automobiles and how that relates to people's lives. So moving forward, what I, what I will begin to do is look for um, sponsorships from you know automotive businesses that want to be involved in automotive podcasts. Uh, we've always just kind of stayed away and bootstrapped everything we've done. Like, I mean, I've bought every piece of equipment we've used for the podcast, uh, all the microphones, all the stands, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's time now that we kind of have a, a following and we have a little bit of uh, momentum going into, you know, the fall season and winter when people are going to be in the shop working on stuff and they maybe tend to listen to podcasts instead of just music in the background. So I want to start looking at some podcast, uh, I don't know, electronics, so we can do give you guys better quality audio. And then I would love to do some traveling uh, in the old truck or the cart for podcasts. I feel like when, if you're in front of folks, there's a lot more conversation that can happen because you know, you're feeding off of each other. The phone calls and uh, all that stuff is good, Zoom meetings. Uh, all that works well, but if you're in person, then we can also end up giving you a video of their shop. We can show what they, what cars they're working on, what kind of cars they work on, the parts they offer, things like that. So um, if you are a business owner and would like to get involved, um, obviously to begin with, our rates are going to be inexpensive because we don't quite have the reach. The nice thing about sponsorships is then we can also, we can take that money and promote the podcast, which in turn promotes their business and things like that. So I am interested to learn that aspect of um, podcasting and being out and providing content for everybody. 
and we'll see where that leads us. So, all right, I feel like I've talked a whole bunch. So now that we're eight minutes in, I'll just tell you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing and following and all that kind of stuff that, that happens with all of the stuff that you do for us. We certainly appreciate it very much. And now we're going to let Garrett Duggins give us a, an update on what's been going on in his life as the first guest and now the 50th guest. All right. Or 50th podcast. I don't know. He's probably our 35th or 8th guest. So here we go. Thanks. All right, guys. Uh, Garrett Duggins is back in the shop. I'm so excited. He was our first, like, real guest. You know, I had my daughter on for her birthday the day yeah. before. And, dude, that was, like, January. I know. That was that was a long time ago. That was, like, the last time I've seen you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a hermit. I, well, you know. <laughs> and then COVID hit, and it's, yeah. like, all this kind of shit just ends up in... Yeah. <sighs> it's been rough. Yeah. And I'm a hermit. But you're <laughs> thriving. Hey, listen, we're having a ton of fun. That's for damn sure. I'm, I'm pumped for you, bro. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. cool. It's It's been a lot of fun. We uh, we took all of our $24 of podcast money the other day and spent it all on advertising. Perfect. So it was really interesting to, to go down that and be like, I'm going to actually pull money out of the podcast <laughs> and do something and with it. Put you it know? back into the podcast. Yeah, back in the podcast. So, yeah. so we spent that money on uh, the Billy Godbold. Yeah. That was a great episode. That's, I think that's what's been so cool about the podcast is like getting to that level of people mm-hmm. and that knowledge and being able to to get those guys to actually talk to us, you know. Yeah. So, so that's been really cool. Um, you haven't recorded shit for your podcast. I know, I know. In a long time. I heard the bus and then I heard the beeper backing up over me. It's fine, it's whatever, you know. Hey, no, that's okay. we just busy. Yeah. Busy. T- and the hard part is like, if, if I wasn't trying to, like, my brain, I have to learn, right? So, like, like your story. What's so cool about the second time around for folks is we don't have to do all the yeah. school and all. We don't have to tell everybody your base yeah. We can just, like, we, I literally put no questions together for this. We're just going to have fun and That's talk fun. about whatever the hell we want. Um, I did re-listen to our podcast <laughs> the other day, and or today, actually, just to see if I could pick up some stuff. And we were talking about the Bronco Talking about the 2020 yeah, Bronco, yeah. and it finally hit the other, you know, a couple months ago. And so. I don't hate it. I don't either. I love it. <laughs> I really kind of like it. Now, I don't like the little sport model, but yeah, the uh, I, I, like, I get the premise of it. Yeah, you know? I don't like the not a V8 option. Oh, so uh, who there was a shop or a, a some business that offered somebody... Like, whoever was the first person to LS swap it, they oh. would, like, give them a – it was a billet intake or something that they make. Come so, on, man. Yeah, do let it. Us, let us have something. No. No. <laughs> and if it was me, I'd put, like, a junkyard 5.3 in it or something oh, to 250,000 miles and not clean it. You know me, though. I'm going to I'm gonna do evil stuff. It, it'll be interesting to see how fast somebody coyotes one. No. Yeah. 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 I saw an article the other day for the, the Dodge guys, the SRT guys, <clears throat> that there was a Ford Explorer out there, basically stock. Yeah. Just running a train on an SRT AG. Ouch. With an Ouch. EcoBoost in it. Ouch. And a lot of people don't realize that those EcoBoost Explorers, I mean, they got 400-something yeah. horsepower. Yeah. I was going to say, the, back when I sold trucks... Or sold cars. The uh, the trucks made four twenty, 
So I would think they're somewhere in that range, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. So I, way less. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I rode in a track hawk the other night. Oh, man. Yeah, Don Pugh in uh, Siloam has a, a, a track hawk, and we did a launch. Ho, 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 mama. Yeah. Like, you know, we've all been in, like, fast-ish stuff. This thing was insanity. It's, it's a different kind of job. Oh, like, I want to I build an all-wheel drive car now. <laughs> that SRT Jeep I had, like, I can only imagine what the track hop was like. But Oh, uh, it was crazy. That SRT I had was absolutely dumb. That's nuts. Hey, slide that mic closer to you just a little bit. Just a hair? I think I got it too far. There just we go. Just a hair? Is that better? Yeah, perfect. All right. All right. So what are we going <laughs> to talk about? Whatever, dude. dude. So you were an essential for COVID, yeah. right? Yeah. You absolutely. worked because, I mean, like, shit's got to go places. If you don't remember... Uh, Garrett is the man that keeps shit on the road for uh, everybody, like uh, yeah, semi stuff, obviously. But you know that that is what fuels America. Yeah. So like, you were definitely an essential for all that stuff. So and surprisingly, we all thought that we were gonna not be busy <laughs> for for a, a certain time. Yeah, and we were so busy <laughs> there. Like when it first started. And what's crazy is when it first started, like, there was no uh, safety practices in place, really, for okay. us. And, like, people are getting sick left and right. And I, we're working in trucks that guys have been driving for oh, weeks shit. on end. And across the country across and all kind of, yeah. to New York, an epicenter of yeah. the whole deal. And, you know, nothing against truck drivers, but some of them don't take a shower every day. <laughs> You know, yeah, or I, I a mean, week because you ain't got time, you're too tired, whatever. Yep, and none of us really got sick. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, a, a lot of guys in your field are tough, mm. and y'all, you know, your immune systems to deal with all the stuff you deal with obviously is going to be a little better. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you some know. stuff, and really, uh, beer kills COVID if I mean, nobody knew that. Yeah. It's it just kills it right away. I doubt I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, we're good. <laughs> so it was that was leading me into. Did you get to do any traveling during the summer? Because you have a motorcycle too. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Actually, we, uh, my wife and I, we loaded up. My dad, he come with us. We rode. How many miles was it? Two thousand seven hundred and thirty-five miles what? to Wyoming and back. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Like. On a motorcycle, or y'all yeah. trailered the motorcycle? No, absolutely on the motorcycle. Dude, y'all are insane. <laughs> any, any any iron butts in there, like 1,000-mile days? No, 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 no. Yeah. We did 560 miles a day-ish. Wow. That's uh, still a shitload. Yeah, McCook, Nebraska yeah. was our halfway point. Wow. That's and, cool. Uh, so what took y'all all the way up there? I have a really good friend of mine that I went to tech school with. Yeah. And he lives up there, and he come down. Last time we saw him was our wedding. You better remember when that was. That, that was five was, years ago. We went up there two years. <laughs> two years after we got married, we went to go. Right, that's right. Christmas. Yeah. No, so he come. We went up there and saw him. Rode around for a week. Saw the Grand Tetons, all that. Yeah. And then rode home, and then a few weeks ago he come down and saw us. That's cool. So for bikes, blues, and the one that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but did. You know, yeah. yeah. How many folks ended up, you think, came to the area? It wasn't near as big. Oh, yeah. Or it was as big, and people actually did what you're supposed to do in a motorcycle rally, and that's <laughs> and, still ride. ride. yeah. But that's there wasn't awesome. near the amount of vendors yeah. and all that. Yep. 
Yeah, there was a bunch of them. It looked like Harley still had a some. You know, yeah. they had a setup. Yeah, they had a little rally there. Yep, that's it cool. Wasn't near what it normally is. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, Which is fine. I avoid fine. all motorcycle roads during that time. What's funny is Fayetteville. Some of the people in Fayetteville do not like that rally. They don't. They don't like the traffic. They don't like none of that. But a lot of people don't realize the amount of money that that brings into the area. Oh yeah, it's insane. Well, that and then like. You're you're a lot of times you're introducing new people mm-hmm. to Northwest Arkansas. It's not like yeah, it's the same seventy thousand people that come right. every year. So and we're blessed with awesome roads. Oh yeah, and scenery. I mean, there's yeah. a, a ton of stuff to do. You know, as Cars far as and like, motorcycles alike. Yeah, I mean, yep. big trail. That's a fun road. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For all of it, motorcycles, cars. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a, a C10 gathering this weekend. This so it'll be nice to have those cool. like have a big group of guys from other parts of the state come that's up cool. yep, that's really yep. Cool. so i'm trying to be easy on the old truck i think we <laughs> dropped a lifter at the shootout oh no so i'm still gonna drive it i mean like you know i'm not scared uh just pour some marble in there it's the mystery that fixes it yeah okay that's a good idea i hadn't thought about that <laughs> i uh, i'm not gonna pull the head until so uh that's saturday night but then saturday at one is a, a burnout deal at on at the j street gym in bentonville Okay. So the dude's letting me go first because here's the thing. I don't know if y'all know Bentonville. Like, they're not going to let a big-ass burnout competition go on right there on J Street. So I'm going to go first, and I'm going to get real close to popping the tires. I mean, (laughs) something might pop. Yeah, maybe like that lifter (laughs) might just finally (laughs) exit stage left, you know. So So you did race week. That's cool. Oh, yeah, dude. That's awesome. And we did race week in the cart. Which yeah, is yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also dangerous because, like, the whole purpose of the <laughs> doing the Grand Marquis was reliability. If I'm going to give it to somebody, right? right. Well, like, you know, like <laughs> turbos are. <laughs> I enjoy those, so we're really. I, I think if we don't end up giving it away in the next few weeks, we're probably going to put a turbo on the cart. So, awesome. like a GT <laughs> GT45 two hundred dollar turbo from eBay yes. and just you know straight up with yes. the exhaust and no wastegate. No, no I'm, I'm gonna let it chooch for sure. Like we'll do a wastegate <laughs> just because I like the sound, but uh, no blow off valve for sure, and probably no intercooler. So unless oh I can God. buy one or have one given to us, I'm just gonna route that thing right into Dude. the intake and run like three pounds. Find you a Subaru intercooler or something. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay, because yeah. some of those guys they go from a top mount to a front mount, and they still have that top mount that's like yay big. Yeah, that would work. Because you know? I mean, we're not going to push a ton. It would really be for looks and sound, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, race week was awesome. Uh, I highly recommend it to everybody. I'd love to go do that. That'd be it, awesome. It was crazy. We are going to. Uh, so the circuit is doing. So we've the last three years have done like a drag and drive with the shootout. You know. Yeah. And so this year we're not doing them combined because there's too okay. much struggle for yeah, you this year. So we've moved the Dragon Drive to April. Uh-huh. So we're going to do Mocan Friday night. And then Saturday will be like a 200-mile loop around Joplin. Yeah. And then back to Mocan racing Saturday. So it'll kind of let some people get their feet wet in that kind of... Yeah. Because it's a lot different to race your car then get in your race car and drive mm-hmm. 200 and something miles every day and yeah. then come back and race again that night so so we're going to do some stuff like that i think it's gonna be a ton of fun what's the one that Freiberger puts on uh, he does a race week style too it's not 
1320 does Rocky Mountain Race Week, correct? Is it a roadkill night? Are you talking about High Rod Drag Week? Mm, It might be. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, so High Rod Drag Week and um, Rocky Mountain Race Week, same premise. Race all week. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say it's probably Drag Week. And the reason they did two race weeks this year was because Drag Week was canceled. Oh, okay. So in like four days, the dude that runs Rocky Mountain Race Week, like, put an entire event together the week of that would have been Hot Rod Drag Week to let all those Hot Rod Drag Week participants participate in something. I can only imagine the amount of stress. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> you'll have to listen to that podcast. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Because, like, you know, they had pretty good relationships with the tracks and stuff like that. They've been doing it for a few years. But, I mean, to still, like, <clears throat> Drag Week cancels and everybody gets on the Rocky Mountain Race Weekers page mm-hmm. and is like, can we have a 2.0? And, like, within... I mean, it was probably three days, really, they yeah. had it sorted to where... And it wasn't the same tracks, because that was the deal with right. uh, Hot Rod. They couldn't... I don't think the tracks wanted to do it and all that kind of stuff. So to go through all that and put four tracks together that would do it in the week, and oh, man, I yeah. can't imagine the work. You know Derek Kelly, right? Oh, dude, he's been on the podcast. Oh, my God. His his podcast is the most listened to podcast. Ever. I need to go listen to that one. Yeah, it's it's an hour and a half. And yeah. we got done and went, that was an hour and a half. So yeah. I'm going to have him 2.0 when the season's over. Back when I was still recording podcasts, <laughs> there was some nights where we sat down and got off into the bush and it was like three hours. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? This is going to be like three episodes. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. We were talking about racing, and the first thing I thought of was Derek Kelly and that Viper. Yeah. That was supposed to happen. Yep. Yeah, we go over some of that in uh, the podcast. Yeah, I want to listen to that one. Yeah, it, uh, the sad part is like, because then after that, they couldn't get it, you know, I mean, it just wasn't going to happen after that, especially that night. Yeah. Like, I think that race will end up happening. It's got to. So, but I, I don't think... It won't be this season for sure. Right. Like it'll be sometime early next year. It's just, it's too much of a draw now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I think that's the level Derek is kind of getting into now. If he sees it or not, I don't know. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. he he just he enjoys racing. That's the thing. Yeah, no, he but like, his ass well, yeah, and he he's definitely a draw for these people that are coming to the tracks to see Bam Bam and oh, all that kind of stuff. That's uh, the only car that I look for. Yeah. Oh when yeah. I go to a race because what's crazy is like. They are just dumb fast. (laughs) And listen, the new setup he's got that's going in this winter. Oh, Mm. (laughs) listen, to say it's going to be, he said the one that's in the car that's won so many races the last two years, it's going to be slow compared to the new setup. That car just gets down. Dude, gets down. Like, I'm... I've seen a lot of cars leave the line, yeah. but none of them leave like that car does. No, and it's, it's crazy how it works. Yep. Yeah, he uh it it's really he his program is awesome mm. to do what he does on the amount that he does. He said they raced thirty seven races last season. Thirty seven races. Yeah. Dude, there's only fifty two weeks a year. I know. That's <laughs> so wow. And he works out of town. Yeah. So that's where the Mike Lau stuff comes in was because like he needed, he doesn't he didn't mind spending the money on parts and pieces because he literally drives home Thursday night after working, and then gets gets in the truck and trailer Friday morning and goes to race. Mm-hmm. Like he can't be tearing the car apart. Yeah. You know, no, you ain't got that. Thursday night. So that's cool. 
It's, I mean, so badass. So he's going to be on, uh, we're recording this October 19th. Um, him and I actually messaged today. He's not going to, he says he doesn't feel like he'll do any racing in December. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to get with him. And right. we'll see. Yeah. Well, right. There'll be some racing like fucking South Florida and he'll go to it. Um, but Chris Harper and Jonathan Airman, um, Jonathan's car is still at Jared Bowen's getting painted, but Chris's Warhawk come out and do run 480s off the trailer. Whoa. Hadn't been in it in like 16 months and come out and slap that ass. This so, shit just works. Yeah, yeah. So the, those two guys would be a lot of fun to watch race, uh, Derek yeah. and, and Chris. Um, Jonathan's car is going to be, it's a like a big inch LS twin setup, twin 88s. I mean, it's... Yeah crazy so it's getting painted by uh, old school sheet metal repair which is going to be back on so yeah. I'm, like i'm going to do for the next cool. 50 <laughs> we're going to like revisit folks cool. you know cool. so we've got some uh we got some new guests lined up it's gonna be really fun uh, yeah some guys from hot rod magazine that's gonna be i mean he tells stories so i'm just a normal dude man i know but see that's what's fun to me <laughs> like, like i love cars right yeah. so like that's the thing right so like the trip to to wyoming right yeah. wyoming yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's something really great about being, one, like, out in nature on the yeah. bike, for oh, sure. Yeah. You're in the elements. Well, and, like, do y'all have, like, ear pieces? Like, no. you're just talking to him through, uh, you wear, like, a small helmet or full uh, face? I, I was, she didn't have the full face on. Yeah. I was wearing the skid lid. Yeah, so, so she's, like, yelling at you for oh, yeah. 500 miles a day, right? Yeah, but like. By day three on race week, that's how long it took me to like calm down and like mm -hmm. get get calm yeah. and enjoy parts. So going out there, uh, you know, we were in Kansas and Oklahoma, but you guys saw some like big sky country. Oh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. big, big, cool stuff like to where you could be driving along and it'd be just miles and miles yeah. of being able to see you stuff. could watch your dog run away for like eight days <laughs> you know like i will say this kansas sucks but nebraska's actually really nice <laughs> yeah it's it's a uh, more rolling kansas yeah, yeah. is just like yeah they wanted to see how straight they could make a road oh, for man. how long i think that's I, what it really was <laughs> it didn't really hit me what we were doing until we hit i-70 in kansas yep like we got up there, and I'm thinking, what in the hell? Yeah, we got 300 miles of this. Are y'all crazy? Are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where did you say halfway was? Nebraska McCook, somewhere? Cook, Nebraska. Now, is that like, I, I'm trying to think. It's, it's in sad. Like, I'm in logistics. I should know the routing to this. Yeah, it's like southwestern corner of Nebraska. Oh, man, that's awesome. So you're, yeah. you're starting to, like, could you see the Rockies from there? No, no. It was still... It was still pretty in Nebraska <clears throat> yeah. for me, you know. Right. But like, wasn't as hot in Nebraska either. Oh, dude, ah. we were burning up going across Kansas because it was like ninety-eight degrees. <laughs> oh my! When did y'all go? July. July. Oh yeah, yeah. perfect. No, it was like ninety-eight degrees, <laughs> blasting across Kansas. The bikes like set on cruise control at eighty-five, <laughs> you know. And we're just we're just bombing, man. And then like. I realized I'm really, I'm really hot, you know, yeah. like I'm burning up. And then the RPMs and the sound of the engine on the bike just kind of changed for a second. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting off this thing right now. <laughs> yeah. So we found a, 
does not a deserted town. It was just yeah. a town in Kansas. Yeah. That there was like nothing. It wasn't, wasn't very big. One yeah. gas station. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't even a gas station like, oh, shit. <laughs> We found a shade tree and got off the bikes and dad was like, I'm glad you stopped because I'm burning up. And I was That's like, awesome. This is awful. Yeah. You know? But then the next day we made it to McCook, Nebraska, went to bed. It stormed like crazy the first night. We stayed there. And then Woke up the next day and it was like 55, 60 degrees in Nebraska. That would have been too oh, cold for me. It felt so good, man. <laughs> because it was still like a warm, yeah. humid-ish. Well, because like it. it had been 95 the day before. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure it didn't stay there long. Y'all are like running the oh, <laughs> as far as so you we, can. As far the... as we could in the cool air. We yeah. Coming back, we stopped in McCook, Nebraska at the same hotel. No percentage of rain whatsoever, right? <laughs> right? So we get there and we sit down and we're taking, or sit down and take a shower or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> I fall asleep and she wakes me up and she's like, go check on your motorcycle. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I realize that I can see light coming in through the windows. Oh, in the hotel room. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I threw on a I threw on a cutoff shirt. I threw on basketball shorts. Just slipped my Vans on. And as soon as my hand hits the door, my dad's about to knock on it. Oh shit! And I like whip the door open, and he's like, "The storm's really bad." <laughs> and I'm like, "Like how how bad?" And he's like, "Like bad bad." And I'm like, "Okay, well let's go do something." So we walk out there. And dad's bike, he put a cover on his. Uh-huh. And it was like 75 mile an hour winds that come through. Oh, we're shit. parked by the hotel door, like under their, underneath their awning yep. mill. Well, it parachuted his cover and just <laughs> drug his motorcycle. <laughs> oh, damn. Mine was sitting there with the bars locked, just rocking. Oh, like, it's it fixing to go, yeah. go over. So I helped dad stand his bike up. And we're trying to move it, like towards the wind a little bit to get it closer to the door and out of the wind. And he's like, it's not moving. Why is it not moving? Is it in gear? And I was like, no, it's just 75 mile an hour winds. <laughs> 75 mile an hour winds, we dude. We finally got it to move. And uh, I'm over there with all kinds of like water in my brain trying <laughs> to put the key in my my handlebar lock. Oh my gosh, you know? so can get it. It's like a gun safe key almost, yep. you know. So I finally get it jammed, or a toolbox key rather. I kind of get it jammed in there and unlock the bars. I get mine started and moved over there. The next morning, <laughs> Dad beat me down there. And he's like, man, it started for like five seconds and shut off. Oh, and now no. it won't start. Mind you, he bought this like 85 Yamaha Venture whatever. Yeah. And, it, and it's an old school vintage Yamaha touring bike. He bought it like. A week before we left. Yes, I knew I liked your dad. Yeah, like he's a yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. a solid dude. Man. And I was like, "You really just gonna buy that and like go across the country?" And he's like, "Absolutely." Yeah, like badass. Perfect. <laughs> it can't be that hard to work on this thing. <laughs> so, and it come with like the original toolkit. It was cool as shit. Oh wow! But uh, so we tear the top of the tank apart and pull the air cleaner box off, and there's oil everywhere. Up there. Oh no! It's laid on its side long enough to dump fuel and oil through the carburetors, uh, yeah, and all that. So <clears throat> he found a. I told him, I was like, man, go buy some spark plugs, just in case. Yeah. 
You know. <laughs> so he he called up this little bitty sport power sports shop in McCook, Nebraska, that happened to have five of these spark plugs. Oh my god, dude! And I was like, he's like, how many do I need to buy? I was like, all of them. All of them, yeah, absolutely, all of them. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> we done that. We I cleaned it up in there the best I could. We changed all the spark plugs because they were all soaking wet. And, you know, had them all out, and I turned it over, and it pumped more fuel and oil out of the cylinders. (laughs) and Put it all back together. And then it gets funny from there. Oh, God. It gets funny? All right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm intrigued. (laughs) (coughs) Corona. No, he he said, uh, I asked him, I was like, you have gas in this. And he's like, I have to have gas in it. Like, we're getting relatively the same fuel mileage. Yeah. And, uh. I'm like, all right, man, because it said I had like 17 miles to empty when I got here. Yeah. And I was an electric fuel-injected Milwaukee 8 motor. Like, yeah. It's going to kind of know what fuels it needs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll take your word for it. It's got gas in it. Hmm. No. I worked on it for like another 30 minutes. It's like, bro, it does not have gas in it. <laughs> and he's like, I swear it has gas in it. So I popped his fuel lid off and took the cap off and all this pressure come out just yeah <laughs> and like dude only an empty tank does that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you were literally on fumes <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh luckily the lady working the lobby desk had a brand new never used fuel can in her trunk of her Honda oh Civic. my god and i was like can i please borrow your fuel can yeah and i strapped it to the back of my harley <laughs> Run down to the gas station, got like two gallons of premium. Yep. Come back, put that two gallons in it, and it fired off the first lick. That's right, awesome. See, like that's the thing. So, <laughs> so here that that reminds me of a story for Rachel because I want to talk about because the motorcycle is not the one that you were on last time you were here. Then. No. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. But like, uh, twenty tw- race week twenty twenty one point uh the guys at Motion Raceworks broke their car day one and bought a car. I think I want to do that one time. I think yeah. I want to just like roll up to wherever it starts and like have to buy like a thousand dollar car and try and make it through the week Absolutely. and make that right. So like Absolutely. your dad doing that is such a cool story. Oh dude, he, he sent me a text message like because he has a 90, 94 model Yamaha FJ twelve hundred. Oh, cool. Yep. Which is like a sit-up style sport cruiser. Like, yeah. Like a sport cruiser would yeah. be the best way to explain. But yeah. fast. Like, yeah, no, it's you know, big, big cubic inch, 150 yeah. mile an hour easy. Yeah. yeah. It'll do it. It'll oh, do yeah. It. But he texts me and he's like, man, I got a new, I got a brand new comfy seat for, for the trip up there, but it's brown. And I was like, who cares if it's brown? Yeah. You know, then he sent me a picture of it. He's like, and it has a motorcycle attached to it. <laughs> I was like, man, come That's on. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> But we get up there, and my buddy that had come down to see us this last time, we met him in Muddy Gap, Wyoming. Literally, the only thing in Muddy Gap, Wyoming is an intersection and a store. Nice. And that's it. The Muddy Gap store. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> They better have some merchandise. Oh, they do. They yeah. Do. I got a big-ass sticker that says, like, where the F is Muddy Gap, Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, that's what I Because nobody would. knows. Yep. But, uh, so my whole premise of going up there is his brother's birthday. 21st birthday and i had a guardian gremlin bell for his harley okay that i was gonna I like put it. on his bike yeah so he rode all the way from uh, riverton wyoming to there which is like an hour 90 miles, 90 miles or so So an hour yeah 
Ran fine, ran good, ran perfect, whatever. The second I put that bell on it, it went to shit. What the hell, man? Yeah, this is the that, that was this the is first the gremlin like yeah, that motherfucker. That was the first. That was when I realized this is a motorcycle trip now. Yeah. You know, because we're on the middle, no cell phone service, on the side of the road. Literally, you can see everything from us. <laughs> like saw the Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail wow. through there. That's awesome. You know, yeah. and like supposedly you can still see the coach tracks and all that. Wow. But, um, you were looking for him because you could see so far? Yeah. 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 And his, his dad was there. He's like, yeah, they're right over there. You see that line? I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he ended up <laughs> having, we had the carburetor off on the side of the room. People were passing by, you know. Yeah. And he ended up having to like just co- continually twist the throttle 90 miles. Oh, my gosh. So it, it wouldn't stay, like, at the same RPM. It was just like it. Like, he could do that. He could twist the throttle constantly, and he'd hit about 65, 70, and he'd just have to continually do it. God, what the heck is wrong? Like, what, it had what? a ripped diaphragm in it. <laughs> oh, I got the, you. So, we yeah. found paint chips in it, too. What? Yeah, because that tank had recently been painted. Or not recently, but yep. it had been painted before. Yep. And around where the fuel cap goes, there was chips missing. Oh. Just made their way into the fuel and into the... Because yep. he had to turn reserve on a few days before. So it, it had no, pulled up right there. Yeah, there's no filter on the reserve. Yep. Because it goes below the filter and lets fuel in. So yep. they're just like whatever. Nice. But anyway, that was a blast of a trip. That's so <laughs> cool. Like, I would... I think a like a big so let's talk about the the motorcycle you have and I yeah. I almost bought what's the one that's like like a road glide or road king or some shit road like that king. Yeah. yeah there's a road king road glide street glide I don't know it was the one with like the the low profile windshield and like you know it had the front and shark st- is it like shark nose <clears throat> or whatever uh it was probably a road I don't glide. know it was a I don't remember but it was back when I was like had my own dealership and I thought, man, this will be perfect to yeah. run to auctions on. Right. Absolutely. So I, I miss it by like 400 bucks and, uh, you know, auction. Yeah. So that. And the more I thought about it, as much as you're on the phone, like that would have yeah. sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be riding along mm-hmm. like, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, you can you? now get the full face helmet. That's oh, got you know, dude, this was like 2008. They didn't know what Bluetooth was in 2008. Or I didn't anyways. Can I have your email? Yeah, what's your email? Email me! Screaming at him. My mic now is a 2020 Electroglide Standard. Did I put a radio in? I bought it the day after Valentine's Day. Thank you, honey. (laughs) She's so good to him. I know. Absolutely love her. It was February 15th, and I've got over over 12,000 miles on it. Dude, that's awesome. So I put 12,000 miles on it. That is awesome. Eight months, something yeah. like that. That's like, that's really riding. I mean, that's, oh, you dude, know. I need a tire. Wow. Like, I, I've rode. God, that's crazy. Yeah, sport bikes, you'd have gone through like four tires. Yeah. See? See? It's a good mm-hmm. thing you bought that home bike. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, mm, yeah. Absolutely. I wish we had done video for this because her face would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know Kyle Croft by chance? KC Kyle Croft. Man, the name sounds really familiar. He's a salesman up there at Big Drill. Yeah. But you'd like him. He's a good dude. Yeah. So uh, Brandon Whitehouse and I have been friends for a long time. We sold cars together. Yeah. And he's a salesman at, at 
Harley. Oh, is he? That's yep. cool. Yep. Yeah, he's a big, tall, goofy son of a bitch. I'd love to have him <laughs> on the podcast, but I don't know if we could handle the three hours of that. <laughs> he's he's funny. He's awesome. KC would be a blast. If you ever get a chance to go up there and meet KC, he's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, he's a blast. That'd be cool. I, I really haven't ventured much into motorcycle stuff as far as, like, for the podcast, but I think, you know, motorcycles, car, mm-hmm. hot rod stuff, you know, that all goes hand in hand. Yeah. So, yeah. hmm. Well, what else? Let's talk about something else. We've only been 30 minutes. These people, got they got to give something to listen to. We're only a beer in. Uh, well, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, man. Like, a lot of the motorcycle club scene stuff, like, they have real deep roots into motorcycle racing. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. You know? But that's really cool to me that, like, like the it's like the, the hooligan racing series. Yeah. It's like... It's mainly Indians and Harleys, yeah. like the Sportsters and stuff, yeah. and they raise the suspension up and put knobbies on them, and yeah. flat track race kind of flat stuff. track. It's it's cool. Yeah, I would, I would love to have like a flat track bike. I think oh, that, especially Absolutely. with the the way I would ride it. Yeah, like I'm not gonna go crazy on it. So yeah. like I need it to look cool because like I'm not gonna be fast anymore. You know, yeah. like I really want a like a naked sport bike. You know. Oh yeah, up up bars, you know. Yeah. I really would love to have a supermoto. Oh dude, but I'd know, get in so much trouble. Like I would ride across <laughs> people's yards. Yeah, I would be like, oh, I can jump that yeah. sidewalk. Whoop. Like I'm not saying you should run from cops, but if, if you have a supermoto, you better <laughs> like just be riding down 102. Oh shoot, there's a cop beside me. <laughs> <laughs> across across the field, they're like, what? Yard. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. That's no, cool. I, I love supermotos. I love anything with two wheels, man. Like, my yep. dad, growing up, my dad always had a motorcycle. For the most part, there was a stint of time that he didn't. But, um, so I was kind of, kind of in a way born into it, I think. Yeah. And, man, like, I love cars, but. Motorcycles were yeah, for you. For me, anyway. Yep. Yep. Like, I love anything. If any, if somebody puts time and effort into something, yeah. like, I'll respect it. I'll respect it. Doesn't so, matter what it is. You know, my dad passed away in February. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that we part. got a lot. Thanks. Uh, we got a lot of old pictures, right? Yeah. So when I was a kid, he always had some kind of dirt bike, mm-hmm. like one twenty fives, one fifties, one seventy, all these kind of dirt bikes, right? And I always remembered like there's like I don't know some Hondas, red, blue, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. In the box of pictures I got is this motorcycle and him doing a wheelie across this yard. Yes. I'm like. That's the dude I remember right oh, there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. funny because I remember one time when I was a kid, we lived in we lived in Centerton. I was really young. And uh, like on Fieldstone Court or whatever in the neighborhood back there. Yep. No idea. <laughs> yeah, it's it looked nothing like this. Oh hell no. Yeah. But um I woke up one morning and I kept my dad had like a little it wasn't little, it was like a Honda dual sport four fifty, it was a street legal dirt bike, whatever. Mm-hmm. I heard it. It just sounded like he was revving it up. What is he doing? You know, like, I remember, like, walking out the garage door. My dad's on the street trying to do wheelies. Nice. Like, and I remember, that's one of my first motorcycle memories. Yeah. My dad on a little, I don't know, a 450 Honda doing wheelies in the street. Yeah. And what so was your like, yes! It wasn't long after that, he finally convinced my mother to let me get a dirt bike. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and I blew the shock out in the rear of it in a week. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, we had a, a CR50 or ZR50, whatever the yeah. like little 50 was from back then. Yeah. We had one of those. And Stephen and I would, um, 
So in front of the shop we had then, there was like this rock, smooth rock, concrete little patch, right? Yeah, yeah. It was right in front of the door. So you wouldn't get mud in the shop, right? <laughs> well, the 50, when I was on it by myself, would like spin the tire yeah, coming yeah. off of that. So I throw Steven on the back. Oh, I'm like, dude, yeah. you got to do this. This is great. <laughs> it immediately goes straight <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, my God. He falls off the back. I'm like, you know, loop this thing right up. I'm, oh, my God. So, and it's funny because, like, I was probably, I don't know, eight maybe. Yeah. I can't imagine turning my 10-year-old daughter loose on a motorcycle. <laughs> Here you go, one. Figure yeah. it out. See, that's... I feel like people our age that have kids or are having kids, I really think it's... <laughs> they think of it as, like... Well, I think I'd be a different dad myself, but, like... I did that when I was five. Yeah. You know, like, she's like, I always wanted another, I always wanted a Jeep Wrangler. She's like, well, if we ever have kids, you can't put a kid in the back of a Jeep. Like, maybe I grew up in a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I laid across like, the bank Sunday. My, my dad, for hours. My, my dad played an Offspring cassette yeah. on repeat <laughs> yeah. in this Jeep Wrangler with the doors <laughs> off, and it was like 40 degrees That's outside. That's awesome. You know, like, they'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. Well, and what's crazy <laughs> to me is like, like go-karts, you know, so Steven lives here. Yeah close uh and two daughters and so like we've been this whole conversation of go-karts because like my daughter is the oldest so mm -hmm. like she, you know she yeah. needs to like go-kart she yeah. needs to go-kart her motorcycle or something like that right so he's got about an acre where he lives and then three acres next to him that nobody lives on and the people like mow trails in it for their kids to ride their bicycles right yeah so i'm like dude we got to build a go-kart for these kids have you priced go-kart oh. right they're retarded yeah. i'm like i think my grandparents gave 50 dollars for the go-kart we rode you know <laughs> and like we ran the motor out of uh, oil blew it up and then took the motor off and i would push the other kids around <laughs> on this thing you know and then my grandma lives up by rocky branch so we would like Drag it up to the top of the hill yeah. and ride down the hill. And drag it back <laughs> all day. I can't imagine my kids doing oh, that. You know. Have you seen the video? It went around went around Facebook forever. That kid that was in a go kart and he rolled it, and his dad come running out to him. He's like, dude, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And yeah, I mean that has happened. That happened to me once. Oh yeah. And yep. my dad come running out there. He's like, bro, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> there was a, a thing the other day it was a meme on Facebook it was about um, kids getting hurt and like you know now it's like oh honey let's go put a band-aid on it and yeah. all this sanitizer and the one below it is like you know parents of the 80s it was like hey just rub some dirt on it you'll yeah. be fine so my mom would let us say shit when we got hurt like oh shit that hurt yeah. like that was the only time we could cuss as kids was when we got hurt she'd go do you need to say shit I'm like oh shit that hurt <laughs> rub some dirt on it you'll be fine and kids are crazy yeah I would agree with like, that you can, you can literally watch your kid walk into the corner of like the counter in the kitchen yeah and just immediately turn your head. As long as you don't look at them, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah. But the second you look at them, that's when the, <laughs> they're yeah. like, "Oh my god, yeah. that hurts!" Yep. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine turning mine loose on a motorcycle. 
Like, but you know, the more I think about it, the more I feel like I need to. Yeah, I need to let them hurt themselves yeah, a little at bit. Least once. We've got the perfect like the shop is up like eighteen inches for yeah. everybody listening, and so we have this pad, and then it's like eighteen inches down that's at a really steep angle. Yeah. So like they already ride their bicycles off of it. Why not a motorcycle? Yeah, you just don't have to pedal. Yeah, I uh, when I was like, so you know, you're not supposed to ride motorcycles when your parents aren't home when you're eight years yeah. old, right? That's, that's the rule. That's the rule. Yeah. Well, there was this route in the front yard, <laughs> and you could ramp it, right? Yeah. Well, like, Mom did not like that <laughs> at all. Because, you know, I'm sure on this Z50, I'm, like, getting, like, you know, oh, yeah. two inches off the ground. But it's <laughs> extending the suspension feels cool. So I'm riding it while they're not home, and I miss the brake or something and go right across the dirt road into the ditch across the road. So, of course, the old man down the street had to come help me get out of the ditch. Yeah. At least you got to meet the old man. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, please don't tell on me. Please don't tell me. Oh, he told on me. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. I wouldn't have told. Cool, yeah, man. right. So. I was like, I'll give you 10 bucks to do it again. That's what I'd have said. I'd be like, where'd you ramp at? Let me go get my bike. <laughs> See if it'll do it on that. Speaking of car stuff that we want to do, I thought about this earlier. Yeah. I want to do like a Mint 500. What's Mint 500? It's like you buy a $500 car. Yeah. And I want to say some of them you have $500 that you can do in modifications. Oh, cool. Okay. I dig and it. And then you drive it 500 miles through the woods and shit. Oh, so like Gambler. Yeah, like a Gambler. Yeah. 500. They Dude. were doing one down, they were doing one down the week after Bikes, Lose, and Barbecue yeah. down around uh, Mulberry and all that. Yeah. Yep. So Wes Evans and Reagan Gray are big, and uh, Jess, Jesse. Weddle, yeah. um, they've all been on the podcast too, and they're big, big gambler, uh, gambler of the Ozarks, gambling the Ozarks guys. That'd be so fun. Dude, I'm going to tell you right, like Jesse gambles in a asylum van that they call yeah. the beer ambulance. I mean, <laughs> dude, they have like a, a beer passing pole That's to awesome. cars coming by them, That's like awesome. other people. It's fucking their dude. Like, I don't even, that want, group I don't of even people, want to win. It's not about winning. It's not. Like, you can, uh, so, you'll have to listen to that podcast, yeah. too, because it's great, man. Those guys are freaking hilarious. That's um, good stuff. But it's not about winning. It's about picking up the most trash. Like, See, that's, that's perfect. That's what's crazy yeah. about it. Out in the woods, yeah. grabbing stuff. It's amazing. They found a recliner. Like, so they had this recliner on top <laughs> of a car. Um, this last year, uh, so, Jesse, I think owns it now but it's like a Volkswagen diesel rabbit right that yeah. they drug out of the woods for 400 bucks and painted it like uh, whatever the chrome paint from your yeah. from the rattle can right and they call it the pony keg it's <laughs> awesome <laughs> they uh, did like a 90 off of the turbo so yeah. it exits out the fender and oh, all kinds dude. of random shit uh, I'm about yeah. that's, yep. that's awesome yeah I, I would love to that. I'd love to do some gambling and what's sad is like with the amount of workload for daily stuff and the shop stuff. I didn't do any of it this summer, yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna do some gambling this winter and in the spring. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Yeah, yeah. And so it's funny. The I had always wanted to do that, you know. And then we built the cart, which of course fits Gambler yeah. right away, you know. Um, so we were at the Heroes and Hot Rods show, yeah. and they like waited till I got back from letting the kids do the helicopter ride, which was something I wasn't supposed to do. Didn't know. Let the, all the kids <laughs> do it. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Here you go. I'll pay for it. Um, get back up there and it's Wes and Reagan and Wes has a 94 Cadillac limo on a 
7.3 Power Stroke frame with a Cummins. Is it like it. blue? No, Do it's white. Horns on the hood? That's Reagan's 74 Cadillac okay. <laughs> on a square body frame. Yeah. The, I think we saw that one yeah. down there around uh, the Turner Bend store. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you did, they yeah. they were doing those. They, uh, that, he drives that thing all the time. And Wes drives his all the time, too, but... Reagan gets that's awesome all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So he he and what's funny is he built that like with the intention of having a seventy four Cadillac Eldorado convertible on this big four wheel drive lifted <laughs> truck. <laughs> it's nuts, man. That's awesome. Yeah, those guys are crazy. So yeah, we'll have to get in on some gambling, dude. I'm for real. That's that'd be that'd be so much fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just low. Well, dude, four four adults will fit in the cart pretty easy. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. That'd be fun. Yep. So let's talk about some other stuff you want to do. What What are some other trips? I want to go to Sturgis at least once. Yeah. I think I think everybody that is rides in the motorcycle, motorcycle yeah. kind of wants to do that at yep. least once. I'll probably wait until like the hundred year. Yeah. I think last year was like seventy fifth or eightieth year or something like that. Oh, that's cool. So I might wait until they do the hundred year. I'd love to go to Daytona Bike Week. Oh, Daytona yeah. would be awesome. Yep, um, that would be a lot of fun. And because do they still be trace for uh, Bike Week? Because do, do some of the B tracing for Bike Week? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be really yeah. cool to watch. I don't want to participate in that, but I want to watch it. There's something else that I think I don't think I will ever do, but it's it's so cool, and a lot of people don't really know about it, but. It's called the Hoka Hay. Okay. And it's 10,000 miles in 10 days. No. No. <laughs> Zero desire on it. In, in anything. Yeah. I don't even want to. I don't, I don't know if I don't even want to fly that. Yeah, no. <clears throat> 10,000 no. miles in 10 days. Yeah. And, like, it's it's really dangerous. Like, obviously. Because yeah. if you think about it, I mean, no sleep. Yeah, I mean, that. hey, a thousand miles in a day on a motorcycle. Like, what kind of range on your gas tank were you getting? I can, if I'm by myself with nothing on the bike, I can get over three hundred miles a day. Yeah, so but you're, you're loaded down with, <clears throat> you know, clothes. Yeah, and I've talked to some of the guys that have done it and finished in the top twenty. Man, and I actually got to. I didn't get to meet him, but I got to see the guy that won it this year. Yeah, and uh, that's cool, man. I mean, here's a, a thousand miles in a in a day in anything is a big accomplishment. Yeah, a thousand miles a day for ten days on a motorcycle. Yeah, oh, shit. And if so, you get pulled over, you're disqualified. You get a ticket, you're disqualified. Really? Yeah. That so seems interesting. Like, well, they, because they, it's like it's like the C to C stuff. It's like the coast to coast. Pretty much. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like. Do, they, they left, do it safely. Yeah. They left down in Florida. Yeah. And then the, by, by the second day, they, they were like in Utah. Oh, yeah. I mean, 2,000 miles, like, long ass way. It's crazy because you could you could watch the GPS yeah, for that'd like be every cool. rider. And yeah. every rider had picked a fundraiser. Oh, cool. Or a charity to yeah. donate to. And uh, they, they, they would like just zigzag in states. Yeah. Like they dropped down from Springfield down into the Harrison area. Yep. And then run towards Springdale and Fayetteville and all that and then like drop south and then over and then up and come up Pig Trail 
and one of the checkpoints was actually Big Trail Harley. So that's that's the other side of it too, right? Is like you wouldn't want to do it and it be boring and be interstate. Oh. Yeah, no, like no, if you're gonna see ten thousand miles no. of the U.S., you might as well like. They don't hardly do good stuff. any highway, nothing. Wow, like it's two lane country road for the most part. That would be awesome. They don't know where they're going until yeah. they get they get to a checkpoint and they hand them. A oh, paper. so it's like a whole deal. I thought it would be like I thought it was like a you know solo run. You're just you. Pick no. ten people and you go. Hey, watch me run this race. No, it's like this event. They had a lot of people do it this year. God, that's crazy. I can imagine. I mean, there's so many people that were working from home yeah. and had. I mean, yeah. I have 140 hours of PTO. Like, I don't know when I'm going to take it because yeah. like I worked from home. So like, if I needed a couple hours, I'd just bring the computer out here if it was slow, and I'd wrench on something out here for a little bit. I didn't do that yeah. very often. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> You know, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so back in the office now, though. Um, but that would be really cool. That would be a lot of fun. That's oh, uh, it's so fun. And especially like if you're in a big group. Yeah. You know, I was thinking like it was just some. You know, like you yeah. show somebody the mileage on your bike, and then you no. have to hit certain. You know, no, they have officials that are tracking the whole thing. Wow. That's to make really sure neat. you're not getting off route and taking shortcuts. Okay, so, hey, huh? Yeah. Because I was going to ask what your route, what your preferred uh, route would be. Like, what would if you could design the route? How would you go? If I could design the route, yeah. I mean, like, because I would think like I'm going to go. I'm going to make the lap. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm going to yeah. Miami, New York. Well, probably Rochester for. You know, Niagara Falls, and yeah. then I'm I'm going all the way. I'm like, just go get some coffee at Starbucks, and yeah. you know, Seattle. I know, man. One of the guys that did that was what they call him. He had a he had a name. It was like Day Trip Dave or some something like that. And he lived in like Utah. And I so he lived way far away. And, <clears throat> and anyway, I'd heard a story where I guess one day he had woke up and was like, you know what? I want to have lunch in Chicago. So you just get on his motorcycle and ride five, 6,000 miles to Chicago and God, that's have nuts. a hot dog and ride home. Wow. Like, that's insanity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I want to I want to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, that from would a be motorcycle, cool. like, I'd pick a Cadillac first. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do something like an old one. Like 64 yeah. Lincoln. Yeah. I love what the roadkill guys do. Coyote. The roadkill guys... I would love to do that. Wouldn't that be me. awesome? That'd be that'd be oh. that, you find a car in a graveyard somewhere. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. you know what? We're gonna fix it and see how far we go. What would be a lot of fun? And <laughs> I've been I've been debating on this for really a while. I had actually talked to a couple of people about doing it with me, but to go like to you pull it and be like, hey, I want to do this event. I want to do where we come in here. And we get all the stuff we need to make one car run, and then we drive it a thousand miles or something. You know what yeah. I mean? I think they would be in on something like oh, that for fun, make sure. you a deal on parts or whatever. Yeah. You know, but I think that would be your ingenuity to figure out, you know, like, because do you go for gas mileage? Do you go for like, you know, 
a small block Chevrolet powered. Yeah, I'm going for dumb every time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> I'm putting fenders off a Cadillac on a Ford. I'm just telling you right now. It may not have a front end. It's not about the miles. It's about the smiles. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> that right. Be, that would be fun. It, I think that would be a good time. I mean, I back when Roadkill was on the internet. Yeah. On YouTube. And you can watch full episodes on YouTube, which I really miss. That really yes. upset me. Not you know, jabbing at them or nothing, but they did say they never wanted to be corporatized and be this and that. They didn't want people to have to pay for their show and right. whatever. But, but I mean, if you're paying for blasphemy, I like, know, I know, I know, I know. You got to do it. Crusher Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm just to let everybody know, I'm looking up, you pull it, cause you pull it has two locations. So I wonder how far the second location. So one of them's in Colorado, isn't it? Uh, Beaumont, uh, Beaumont, you pull it. I'm talking about just like the folks here that own this oh, one. Okay. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I here we go. Remember what that one in Colorado was called? It is Beaumont, Texas. So I wonder how far that is. This uh, is zip code. Hang on. Beaumont, Texas. So it's a seven seven zip code. So it's probably like it's probably north of Dallas or something like that. So I mean, it really wouldn't be that far. But like you could do. The you pull it five hundred, you know, yeah. tour like oh, you okay. go get your car from there, drive it to there, and drive back, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beaumont, Texas is on the coast, honey. Oh, I guess that would make sense because like Mesquite is seven five one four nine, so yeah. like seven seven would be further west. From even right better. Here, from right here, it's five hundred and twenty-two miles. The you pull it one thousand. 840 or eight hours and 41 minutes. Could you build a car for $1,000 out of U-Pull-It and drive it 1,000 miles? As long as it had good tires. Well, yeah. I mean, dude, you have the whole junkyard. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, I think, yeah, I think I could. That'd be fun. I think I could. All right, listen. If anybody's still listening to this <laughs> <laughs> and works with somebody at U-Pull-It, yeah. I have an idea. Just we want to do this. Just a good word. Just yeah. Good. Four dudes... Thousand miles, yeah. You pull it one thousand. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. As okay. long as it's not like a Geo Metro. I think that'd be even more fun with four adult dudes. <laughs> like, Geo, ah, Geo, God, it'd be a fun to Metro with like an LS motor in it, yeah. stuffed in it, and like a four nine inch. You can't go wrong. Yeah, who cares, right? Can't go wrong. All there right. was a Supra at you pull it at one point. There was. It was uh, see MK one or whatever. The yeah. Old body style Supra. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun, man. It'd be. It'd be interesting to figure out the route. Like, if you could even get two or three teams in on yeah. that. Like, I would like to go there. I like going there just to look at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I, I wish I had more time. I, I wish they didn't close at 5. Right. Because, like, or 5.30. Cause We're I, I, I just can't get here. <laughs> I can't get there from here in time to walk around. So. Get the Frankenstein challenge. Right? I like that. Huh. Huh. Okay. Good ideas. All right. I want to say thanks for coming back, dude. Thanks for having me. For it's real. it's crazy to think that like fifty podcasts have passed. That's awesome. And just the the change of stuff. And what's weird to me is like, you know, like I, I'm very business minded. Like my brain is always working. Like like the other day, perfect example. I see a trash can cleaning business for sale. I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. So like I sit down and figure out like, could you do that in this area? How many people would it take? Yeah. What are they? You know. And so like that's how my brain works, right? But I think what the podcast allows my brain to do is 
enjoy the stories that folks yeah. have because like I think about business so much that a lot of times you miss the story that gets people there and that's what the podcast allows is yeah. the, the story to get folks to you know how they open a business or I mean damn how they take a 2700 mile trip with their wife on the back of the motorcycle yeah. y'all yeah. are insane <laughs> my wife wouldn't go 27 miles with me on the back of the motorcycle I, I told her I was like I don't think she's really going to realize it's going to suck this bad until we get to Joplin <laughs> yeah but yeah, it no, was, she was a trooper. It was probably somewhere in Nebraska where she was like, wait, what? No, it was at Kansas when I almost passed out. <laughs> <laughs> From heat stroke. Yep. Yeah, no, her ankles were like that big around. She's she like, this is out. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I cried maybe once or twice. There you go. <laughs> hey, you know. That's what, what it is. is. Well, cool. Well, hey, let's have you back on for 100. Yeah. I think let's do that. That'll yeah. be fun. Because we're going to hit that pretty quick. We've got a ton of folks. And with me finally figuring out yeah. the, how to do it over the phone, it's dangerous now. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. Thanks, guys.